Welcome to the Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, presented by Altruist. I'm your host, Joe McGarry. The Initiatives Group is a management consulting firm that helps organizations unlock hidden value in their people through habit-based leadership and teamwork development. Josh Ellis, our guest today, is the Director of Digital Programs for the Initiative Group. He oversees the firm's strategy and development of online leadership content and coaches clients across the country on leadership and teamwork. He's a graduate of Colgate University in Hamilton, New York, and holds certifications as a mindfulness teacher. He believes that a leader's job, above all else, is to inspire the best in others. Welcome, Josh. How are you? I'm great. So good to be with you. No, it's lovely to have you. And um, inspiring the best in others is often quite difficult in the workplace. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It's actually changed considerably since COVID because we're not interacting as much. Before we get into, you know, what you do and who you are and you tell us more about the initiative group, um, how has COVID affected your business and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So it's the first thing that we did when all of this happened with COVID-19 is we wrote a playbook. Um, a playbook for leadership in crisis situations. And luckily for us, we, our founder is a former general in the U.S. military. Um, someone, William Martin, right? Yes, Bill Martin. Bill Martin. And he has an incredible amount of experience leading in crisis situations. So we all put our heads together and we wrote our playbook for leading in crisis. And it's been really valuable for our clients and our friends, but it's also been really valuable for us um, in terms of helping us to, to move through this as well. Well, having a general kind of help you write the playbook has got to be helpful in, in times like this. What were some of the things that you immediately came up with that were going to be of help to you and then, of course, your business clients? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first step is in the playbook is the most important one, and that is to reflect on your values and to double down on them. Very often in situations of crisis, there's a tendency to compromise on the values and sort of do whatever it takes to take that next step forward. If you don't take the step of reflecting on what's truly important for your organization, you actually run the risk of sending your organization in the opposite direction that you want to go. Um, so that is that was a super important one for us, realizing that our goal is to help leaders bring out the best in other people, and that this provided a sort of a really unique opportunity for us to help leaders in a time that we knew that leadership has just became more important than ever. And leadership, where some people were just leading in the dark initially, I mean, because this is something that hasn't happened to any of us before, right. you know, largely people didn't know how to behave and and people went into emergency mode with regard to business some very successfully right um and some not at all successfully um tell us about the initiative group and your main mission because we're going to be talking about other people and their missions and how to stick to them what is yours and what do you do yeah, and as, as I said, you know, our mission is to help leaders to bring out the very best in those around them. And what we do is we create systems 
that leaders are able to use to, to do that. Um, typically, when we work with organizations, our first thing that we do is we do an assessment. Uh, we've created a proprietary 360-degree assessment tool that's sort of the backbone of our of our big programs. And this gives us a really clear picture of what's going on with each individual that we're working with um, and the organization as a whole. And so it's like diagnosing the business exactly, when you go in. Exactly. Um, and we feel like that that's super important. Uh, rather than just sort of going in and teaching and sort of giving our philosophy, it's so important for us to know where the organization is and where each leader individually is within that organization. And then we build programs based on that assessment. Um, typically, we'll work with an organization over the course of a year uh, because we find that, you know, while one-off teachings or seminars can be really valuable, where the true transformation happens is over the course of a longer period of time. And then we always end all of our programs with a second assessment so we can really measure what happened over the course of that year that we've worked together. What kind of companies or what kind of people seek you out? Yeah, you know, it, it's really interesting. Uh, we have worked with such a wide variety of companies in terms of size and industry. Um, we've worked with small startups all the way up to Fortune 100 companies. And we've worked in industries as diverse as aerospace to packaged coffee. Uh, what we find is that there are human challenges at the core of every business. And those are the challenges that we try to solve for. Um, and we really help to sort of unlock the hidden value within people. And that's something that is present in every industry um, and in companies of every size. You know, it's really interesting because during the course of these interviews, since the Chamber of Commerce started the podcast, I would say a theme that runs through the entire thing is people in business, owners of companies, high-level managers of businesses coming into the studio and telling us how much they realize they value their employees, how much their company culture suddenly kind of kicked in. And it seems as an observer and a listener to these conversations that people are sort of developing more of a sense of how important people are to their business. Do you think that's true? That COVID has perhaps brought us a little bit more of a, a, a clearer picture? I think absolutely it has. Um, what we find is that the people who already believed in the value of leadership and teamwork development have doubled down on that. Um, and those companies have weathered this storm in a way that's very different than people who didn't have that mindset prior. Um, I think that there have definitely been companies and people that we have spoken to that didn't necessarily have that as a value going into it. Um, and I think a lot of them have learned perhaps the hard way um, that they might need to rethink that philosophy. But definitely the, the companies that have done and the organizations that have done the best through this have been the ones that have really sort of doubled down on that value of, of really investing in their people. You mentioned earlier that um, people either kind of doubled down on their mission or they sort of wavered and changed. And those are the people that, you know, didn't do or are not doing as well. I think an example that everybody sees on a daily basis, whether they're aware of it or not, comes in the restaurant industry and the food industry where you'll see restaurants who are firmly committed to who they are. They are a certain type of restaurant, a certain type of bar. They have, they do what they do extremely well. And then you see other restaurant owners who panic in times of trouble and they start adding 
all kinds of different dishes to their menu and they start doing different specials that have no relevance whatsoever to what they do. Um, and they're the people that you can instantly tell that restaurant is not going to survive. You've right. got to stay true to who you are. I used to um, take pictures of restaurants, very best dishes, and stick it up in the kitchen for them and say, know who you are. Um, <laughs> because there's a reason that people develop a mission statement for their business, right? There's a reason that they are they are committed to it. it in your counseling, do you feel that that mission statement, like knowing who you are in your business, is is an absolute pivotal point. It's a grounding point. You have to have it. 100%. 100%. Because, and and especially true in times like like what we're currently facing, if you don't know what you value, if you don't know what it is that, that you are doing as a leader, and you aren't able to effectively communicate that to the people that you work with and that work for you, it's going to be incredibly confusing for them what it is, the purpose of what they're doing. Um, the why question is something that we talk about a lot is how important it is for leaders to really tell the people that they're working with why. Um, because that's such a huge motivator for people. Um, telling you to do something is so different than than asking and saying, here's why this is important. Um, and I think that answering the why question uh, is is such a huge part of you know, that, that, those values and, and that mission. Do you often go into companies who don't have a mission statement, who don't really have their values kind of as part of the company philosophy? Absolutely. So you have to start with them asking the why question from day one. Exactly. How is that? I mean, I'm sure there's people listening right now who own businesses, who run businesses. Maybe they're startups. Maybe they're hoping to start. And there's also some very impressive business leaders who we know uh, listen um, I'm sure there's some of them that don't have, you know, a mission statement as such. Yeah. How do you go about helping someone who's been in business for 20 years find out why it is they're doing it, what their reason is? So, I mean, I, I think that our role is mainly to help facilitate the conversation. Uh, people know their businesses so much better than we do. Uh, and that's something that we always tell the clients that we work with is that whether it's an aerospace or packaged coffee or whatever that it is, they know their business. What we're here to help with is the people side of it and to help to facilitate those difficult conversations that are we don't often have in the workplace that are so important for getting people to work together and pull in the same direction. So our role in that is sort of being a facilitator of those conversations and surfacing that conversation when we realize that there might not be that mission statement in place already. So you kind of guide and direct and then let people come to their own conclusions. For it's sure. a really good starting point. I mean, I'm sure there's people who are who are running very successful companies, and this is going to lead me to my next question, um, who really could benefit from speaking to the initiative group because even though they're really successful, they could be even more successful. They just, they've, they've done very well doing what they do. Um, and so the question that leads me to is who should call you? I mean, give us some, some ideas of, yeah. of people you've worked with, success stories that may inspire people who are listening. Yeah, absolutely. So 
A lot of times when a company is looking to grow, looking to become more productive, they'll bring in a management consultant that is going to look at their balance sheet. They're going to look at the, the P&Ls. They're going to look at how we can cut these costs, how we can increase these profits. And they're going to do it in a very sort of numbers-based way. We feel like we do the same thing for people. Um, whereas a management consulting firm might be unlocking the hidden value in supply chains, we're unlocking the hidden value of people um, and in the interpersonal interactions um, in the way that people work together to get goals accomplished. Um, so anyone who feels like their teams are not working as efficiently, as collaboratively, as, as they feel like they can, that is someone that we absolutely love to work with. Um, and it can also just be a leader, um, an individual person who would like to grow their leadership skills, um, understanding that their growth as a leader is going to help them in their career. It's going to have huge impacts on their business, um, not only how people feel in the workplace and in terms of a, a healthy work environment, but ultimately on the bottom line as well. And I know for a lot of people in business who are very uh, motivated personally, one of the things that we talked about way at the beginning is is one of the things you focus on is habits, like teaching people habits or, or pointing out habits to them. Can you talk a little bit about how important habits are in your business? Yeah, absolutely. So I think our military background, um, having a, a general as the, the founder and president of our company, it has really made us really focused on creating programs that are action-oriented and and really focused on execution. And when we sort of got down to the root of that, we realized that that's all about habits. Um, habits make up such a significant portion of our daily behaviors. And we we really wanted to make sure that we understood the science of habits and trying to understand if there was a way that we could leverage an understanding of the science of habits to help people to build habits more sustainably um, and to build habits that are more long-lasting and more impactful. And there's a couple important things to know when, when you're thinking about habits. And that and the, the core of it is that habits are, they're sort of com comprised of loops. So there's three components to a habit. There is the reminder, there's the response, and the reward. So the more times that we can go through that habit loop, the stronger the habit becomes. So... What's, what the what modern neuroscience tells us is there's actually sort of ways to hack each one of those components of a habit uh, to make it much more likely that that habit sticks. So we use that understanding, um, and I'm happy to go into that a, a little bit more of, of sort of how we go about doing that. But it's it's such a huge component of our programs because we don't want this to just be we don't want the content that that we teach you. Um, to just be something that goes one ear and out the other. Right. We, and once you've left, it just sort exactly. of disappears. Exactly. But if you teach people habits, they become habitual about their work habits, habitual about how they treat other people in the workplace, for example. Exactly. How they organize their own day. Exactly. Those things stay. They stick. Absolutely. You know, that's just reminding me that your title is the Director of Digital Programs for the Initiative Group. And... We really haven't even gone into online programming, which has become, I'm sure, even bigger for you now that uh, that we are living in these COVID-19 days. What kind of online training is available right now for people? Yeah, so one of the really unique opportunities that the pandemic afforded us 
was the opportunity to look into the future and see what we might be able to do to help leaders in a different way than we had been helping them previously. Um, and the result of that inquiry was we need to focus on creating online programs that are easy to access, that leaders can listen to on the go uh, during their busy day-to-day life, not only at work, but at home. Um, and we wanted to create programs that were that fit into that schedule and that were also really focused on building the habits that we know are correlated with strong leadership. So we created a program uh, called LEAP, it stands for the Leadership Execution Accelerator Program. Uh, and it's something that we're really excited about and something that we have gotten amazing feedback on so far. Um, it's helping leaders a tremendous amount, sort of a, almost an executive coach on, in your pocket um, to offer guidance on either specific questions that you might have or, or to specific competencies that you might want to work on. Uh, and it's really sort of unique in the way that it's set up. And people can access it by going? Yes. So um, you can access it. It's go.theinitiativesgroup.com slash leap. Um, you can go on there. You can see all of the different coaching sessions that are on there. And it's broken up into 40, 15-minute coaching sessions. So it's perfect to listen to on the way to work, yep. uh, on the way home from work, uh, while you are you know, taking a shower. I know I like to have something in my ears uh, all the mm-hmm. time because I'm, I'm, I love to learn. I listen to a ton of podcasts and I always like to, to sort of be learning while I'm doing things. And we, we realized that a lot of people learn that way. Uh, and we wanted to provide a, a way for people to, to learn about leadership, um, to improve themselves in that way. Um, so they could really fully show up for the people that, that they're working with. It all sounds quite amazing and super helpful. And we didn't even get into talking about mindfulness and how that can help. Maybe you'll have to come back and talk to us about that at another time. Um, That was so interesting. Thank you so much, Josh, for telling us more about the initiative uh, group and and what you do. And we, as always, the information from the podcast and, and what Josh was talking about will be accompanying this podcast online and you can go and find out more about the initiative group and LEAP. And even if you think your business is doing fabulously, I sometimes find that the people who are the best are also the people who are the keenest to be better. 100%. So hopefully you will have some people contacting you to see how they can be even better than they are. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, presented by Altris. I'm Joe McGarry. Join us next time for more stories of Hawaii's business.